Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. Magic Camp is a apparently a new yes, it is a new movie that's on Disney Plus. Now, I do want to mention that we have a special guest with us today, uh, father and son magic duo uh, Dan Chan, master magician, and his son James Chan. Um, well, welcome, Dan. Thank thank you for uh, being here today. Thank you, Brian, for having us. Uh, and, and James, welcome to, to you as well. Thank you for, for being yeah. here. Um, now, those who've listened know that this podcast is essentially a commentary track podcast. And the reason for that is to remind you that you're not alone. I know many people might, listening be, might listen and say, oh, what do you mean I'm not alone? Of course I'm alone. There's no one here with me. And what I mean by that is when you have someone to go to a movie with, when you have someone to watch a movie with, movie watching is a social activity. But when you do not, um, movie, movie watching can be a solo and solitary activity. So I'm, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone. And I will watch the movie with you. Uh, Dan will be here to watch the movie with you. James will be here to watch the movie with you for a little while. It might not be the whole movie, but we'll, we'll all be here with you, uh, keeping you company if you would like to watch the movie. Um, if you would like to bring it up, we will be on the other side of the pause button. So, um, James, welcome again. Thank you for um, being here. Um, it, it's kind of interesting that um, the, the Magic Camp, I was just some of my uh, notes for the, the show today was the movie apparently was filmed a couple of years ago and it's only recently being being released and it kind of speaks to a lot a lot of the changes going on in our, our world and, and, and whatnot in different circumstances, different um, stuff going on in the world and um, just how, how, how life works out basically in, in a way. Um, now I, I wanted to, to mention that up front because I know that you've mentioned, I think prior to um, prior to me pressing record and prior, prior, prior to the, the um, show going on, that you've mentioned some of the adjustments that, that you've made recently with um, COVID. And um, can, can you speak to that briefly as far as how, how you've adjusted and, and some, of the, some of the changes that you've encountered? Yeah, um, my whole identity has been wrapped up in magic for the last 20 years. I've done about 5,000 plus shows over the last 20 years, 250 shows a year. So when March came around, I was a little bit struck in because my whole paradigm of life changed. Everything that I, everything got turned upside down like most people. And I had to, first of all, come up with a game plan, which was pitch media. And then second was pivot to Zoom. So I was featured in the Hustle and Business Insider. Uh, in about a week, I lost 8K worth of work. That was like bookings that canceled in that frame of the week for future events. So that was a little bit taxing on us. No, um, James, I understand that you've had some changes also, but um, very much changes in a, in a good way uh, in terms of you, I understand you, you won a, a contest recently. What, what, was, yes, what, was, this was. what was the contest that, that you won? It was a Zoom competition, it was a Zoom magic competition. There are performers from all over and people spectating. Cool, cool. Congratulations on that. I'm very happy, happy to hear that. 
Yeah. And and I understand that you're also um, well. Well, you were you were also on Kids Say the Darnest Thing, weren't you? Yes, I that premiered in December, and I think we actually filmed Kids Say the Darnest Things about a year ago. Cool. Now that's the new one with Tiffany Haddish, right? The yeah. the new one that. What what was that experience like? It was, I was a little bit nervous, but it was very invigorating. And I got a lot of experience from the uh, event. Because I, and, and for those who might not be watching the movie, if you're only listening, I would encourage you to, and there's a clip on YouTube, I believe, that is, is of you. So I, I would definitely encourage anyone listening, hop on YouTube and and get a look at it because you're good i really liked what i what i saw I, yeah I, what I, was I pretty really fascinating liked. about this was james never saw the illusion he saw, he saw the illusion performed about 10 or 15 times on youtube mm -hmm. the cool part was that we flew into la first the day before we filmed mm -hmm. he did a rehearsal and he ran through the effect and we went over the script which mm -hmm. we created one or two weeks prior. Mm -hmm. And we ran through it that day, the next day he performed the illusion and it was actually a large grand illusion. So it's one of those big box illusions, which is pretty impressive to perform for a kid. Exactly. For and, exactly, and, and the clip that's on YouTube and it's uh, the clip that I saw, it's a very brief clip. I wanna say about 20, 30 second range, if it's the one that, I'm, that you're referring to. But yeah, that is a, that's a huge illusion. Yeah, the shorter one that you're looking at is probably the one about there was a commercial made saying this is upcoming, but we also have a full clip. I think that's four or five minutes long. Of oh, so that's a longer. Movie. Okay, that's the one that I did not see then. Okay. Okay, yeah. okay cool. Um, now, um, now, Dan, I did want to mention um, you gave an interview. It's Thrive Global uh, website. And you had a life lesson quote that I, that I really, really liked. And it, it really speaks to what we're doing on this podcast here. You said that your thoughts determine your actions, your actions determine your habits, and your habits determine your destiny. And when I saw that, qu that quote, it just, it's, it's right on point because it speaks to so many, um, it, it's a, a very universal uh, view, a very universal viewpoint, and it speaks to so many uh, experiences, so many people's um, background and whatnot, and where they are in life, that I just wanted to, to mention that to you and, and ask you um, about that. What, um, what's, what sort of, um, as far as like the habits and the thoughts, what sort of habits have you, have you developed to, to keep along, along that, that, that path? Well, Typically when I wake up, I'll read what my goals are and I'll take a small action toward my goals because a lot of times it feels helpless when you have a big goal and you don't know how to deconstruct it. So I ask myself, oh, I want to sell more tickets. So I'm going to want to appear on more podcasts and become a better speaker. Um, I want to have a physical venue. So I need to build better relationships with people and not expecting much in the beginning, but create or make motions toward the end goal that I want to achieve. So that keeps you busy and that also keeps you 
not depressed. It keeps you active and it gives you hope. When you have a hope, you have a future. Exactly. And, and, and you said the key word hope. And I know there might be people listening who are, you know, not do, doing too well today, going through a hard time. And the hope is something that it, it, it's critical. And knowing yeah, that- Yeah, you want to surround um, yourself with people who believe in you and people who support you, but also people who just don't blow smoke in your ear, a s- smoke up your, <laughs> um, you know, like a lot of people will surround themselves or want to only hear yes. One of the most famous magicians I respect is David Copperfield. And he asked, not what do you like? What do you not like about it? So how you can improve. But you also have to ask from people who are qualified, people who have been there, done that, or achieved a similar type of success that you want to achieve. You don't want to ask someone who's, who can appear to be a competitor because they, don't want, they might not have your best interest at heart. So asking people who are aligned with your goals, who would support you and who will listen, but also adding value to those relationships and not always taking in those relationships. Oh, exactly. Now, I had made mention to that, that, that interview you gave on the website thriveglobal.com, and you were asked uh, the five things you wish someone had told you before you started. And this, again, was something that really struck me because I've had counselors and therapists say, you know, tell me the same five things that you, you mentioned here. And obviously, you, you, you verbalized them from the perspective of, of a working magician. But what, what, what you stated was, number one, focus on quality. Number two, uh, focus on what, what you're worth and, and, and your value. Uh, number three, the thing you just said, develop relationships with others and, and outsource when necessary. Uh, number four, to pace yourself. Uh, and number five, uh, focus on the relationships and spend more time with family. Um, those five points that you mentioned in this interview, I, I've had counselors tell me those <laughs> same things in, in, in so many words. So you, you verbalized them differently from the perspective of a magician, but those are very on point to you know, the, the education and, and resource that I'd like to do with the podcast. So I'm, I'm very happy to, to see that interview that you gave because it's very, yeah. rele- very relevant um very relevant that 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 that, that you gave <laughs> i'm glad you enjoyed um, that right no um now um for those who who may be watching um the movie that the, this opening sequence it's a little some some of those obviously they're props but the opening sequence those are real magicians from the black and white pictures all the way to the, the color pictures, the, the more recent pictures, including David Copperfield and I think Lance Burden's one of the pictures. And um, no, 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 James, um, have you learned any? And and I I I know the answer is going to be yes. So so I, so I ask this on a, on a rhetorical question type of basis, but you you've you've learned new stuff. That, this past summer, right? You, you've learned yeah. new stuff? Cool. Tons of it. <laughs> that, that's why I said it, it, it's a rhetorical question because there's got to be, you know, your mind's got to be going, you know, 100 miles a minute to just, am I, am I, would that be correct? I mean, you, you're constant, you know, that's something that 
I would imagine is a good thing as far as it goes with magic, you know, constantly talking about, okay, well, how can I improve this? How can I, is that some of the thought process that, that, that you, you go through? Wait, repeat that one more time. Yeah. When, when you're, when you're rehearsing and stuff and learning new stuff, how much of it is simply learning it so I can do it versus how can I improve it? How can I make this better? Or is it a little of both? Um, when I'm learning, I'm usually building on material that I already know. So that way the show can be, well, it's never going to be perfect, but it's going to be the best that I can get. Yeah. There was an, another clip that I saw, and again, I would encourage people listening on, on to, to check this out on YouTube. There was a local station where you did the the, the four aces. Well, I don't think it was technically not a four aces, but the one with the aces where the, the, the scripting you used, it sounded, and I know you, you may remember, but it sounded so on point, like you were just, like it sounded, it sounded spontaneous. And I really liked how you, how you did that one because it, it sounded like you were doing it right there in, the, in that moment. I, yeah. I really I really liked that, that piece that you did. The words uh, he says mean something. So we try to find a script that resonates both with ourselves and with James. So as he's using these scripts or he's seen me, he understands the psychology and the thought process behind it. So when something is true to you, it resonates with your listeners. Exactly. And I think it was the one about getting to a lady's heart. Was that correct? How to get to a exactly. lady's heart? Exactly. Okay. And it was the, 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 the diamonds, <laughs> which, <Yeah. laughs> so I, I really like that. And it's, because it's something where, again, the, the magic in and of itself, just having it be entertainment only, I think is shortchanging people and I, I like that you and, and, and James also approach it from a greater level with that life lessons and, and the and the psychology that, that, that you speak of that it, it goes beyond the mere entertainment and you there's a higher level of engagement. I, I just for the listeners here I wanted to kind of put this in context. We show four aces and we say if you want to get to a lady's heart you want to show them a diamond. Then I say, what's on top, what's on the bottom? And they usually get it wrong because the cards have transposed. And it's typically called Daily's Last Card Trick, but I added a kicker ending where you see the king queen, not just only have the aces jump to the opposite pile, the other two cards are replaced and have been switched out. So the tagline that we tag it with is, it's more important that you treat her like a queen and act like a gentleman. So yeah. at, when I was performing at nightclubs back 20 years ago, meeting people, and, and magic is a great way to meet people. But I tell people, you can't use magic to pick up girls. You have to have personality beyond that because it's, it's a crutch if, you're just, if that's the only thing you have. Mm -hmm. So that was my response to people who said, teach me a magic trick. I said, yeah, a lot of people think it's diamonds or it's something like this. I met my wife and she was not after me for uh, my di uh, diamonds or anything because I was poor at that time. And yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not 
as rich as a lot of other people, but it's more important what comes from the heart. And that, that is a little bit more the story of how I created that routine. Yeah. Cause I, like I said, I really, really, I really liked that. I really liked that presentation and it's, um, but, but when, when you were watching Magic Camp, was there a lot that kind of, like one of the, the, the key characters, I guess not the, you know, one of the, yeah, one of the main characters in the movie is the, the, the kid whose father, who has, has uh, passed, he's the one who signed him up for the Magic Camp. So there's this father-son storyline that goes through, through the movie, which, which I think is kind of, kind of nice. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really intriguing on how they fit that in and how they pull at the heartstrings. Um, I had I, I didn't cry in that movie, and I don't mind if I cry in a movie. But I had friends on Facebook said that's a movie that made them cry, so I, I had a lot more expectation from it because I heard that on there. I don't know if you did, but for me, it was emotional, but it wasn't like that. It felt really Disney-esque. <laughs> oh, definitely. There's very there's, formulaic. Exactly, and there, there, there definitely is a Disney uh, stamp to it that that's yeah. unmistakable. There's even there's a huge parent trap vibe through the whole movie. That's that's one thing that's very noticeable. So it's so it's not the most original movie. I don't think anybody would say it's a terribly original movie, but it is. You know, it does have those sentimental moments. It 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 really does, um, mixed with the cheesy moments and then with some more sentimental moments. But um, that is something that I, that I. Uh, but but you saw that as well, though, as far as that that that, that sentimental streak in in, in the movie. Um, do you? Um, and one of the things that's come up um, on prior episodes was the notion of competition, and. And, and I'm referring not to contest competition, but but contest or, or, or comp competition in the general sense of the word. Um, where, um, I was gonna say, what would you say for those who feel like they're needing to compete with someone else? Another or a comparison would be a better better choice of words. People who feel like they are often comparing themselves with others. That's going to be detrimental, but I think competition brings out the best in some instances, but a competition has an end date. So you have to ask yourself, what is it? If you're saying life is a competition and you're competing against everyone in your industry, that is detrimental because that doesn't help you build relationships. And one of the best things on mental health is building relationships and knowing that someone's in your corner backing you and someone's celebrating your wins. So I, that is something that I've learned to do. And that's something that didn't come naturally to me because I looked at a lot of things as competition. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and when I was phrasing that question, I might, I might've misspoken because definitely that there is that, there is that distinction between competition and comparison. So um, that's what I was getting at was the, the, the competition, which you're right, can be the healthy thing. Whereas the comparison that's something that's not always, um, you know, the most healthy. Um, but yeah, I, I um, um, now, uh, James, I, I wanted to ask you now, have you, br have you brought in magic 
to to school? Yes, on yeah, multiple occasions I have for the talent show. Sometimes I do it if there's a deck of cards that we play with in the classroom, and other times I just do it for fun. <laughs> have you ever had have you ever had teachers um tell you to, to put like a, a deck of cards away or something anything like that have you ever gotten in, in trouble at school no i don't no i don't use the as long as i don't use the cards to disrupt the class i'm fine okay so. cool now um and Dan, I wanted to, to ask you also, you had, in, that, in that interview that I was referring to, you had made, I don't know if it was that, that interview or it might have been another one, about you've been at, at interviews where you, you perform something at that interview. Yeah, and, I uh, worked at PayPal pre-IPO, and I got my job just by showing them magic because cool. the customer service was a big thing, and they're like, oh, you're very, very personal, personable. So... Once they knew I was a magician, they asked me a couple of cursory questions. The rest of the interview was, show me magic tricks. And then after yeah. the interview, they're like, oh, uh, D Denise, come on in and we'll show you more yeah. magic. Please show my supervisor's <laughs> magic. Yeah. And I became the most popular person in the room at PayPal uh, right when I started close to 20 years ago. Cool, cool. Well, and, and I'm, I'm sure you know, but one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on um, is because I think I told you before I pressed record, magic has been good to me insofar as, you know, my own mental health and, and working through stuff. Magic's been very good to me. And so I know there might be some future episodes of the podcast where we um, talk about magic. It's not a magic, it's not a magic podcast, but I do mention it from time to time because honestly, it is something that is beneficial and is, is healthy. Um, and I, I really appreciate you um, coming on and I appreciate a lot of the perspective that you bring because it, it is relevant to mental health. A lot of what you're talking about are, are life's lessons. There, there's no way around that. <laughs> um, hey, thanks for having me on. I, I will have to uh, find one day where I'm doing a public show on Zoom and comp you and get you in there to watch one of my shows. Oh, I, I appreciate it. Now, um, is there anything, oh, I did, I, before I forget, um, we have, only have a, a few more minutes, but um, I did want to mention, um, James, you're going to be on, is it Access Insider? Is that, is that the one that you will yeah, look, look for? Insider. Cool. And that is one of the shows that, it's a, I believe it's a syndicated show. So it's, Often on after the news, depending on wh wh where you are in the world or um, your TV viewing habits, but it's it's typically on after the news or during either either after the news or during during the day. If, is that correct? Like a lot of syndicated syndicated shows. I'm not when Access Insider is on, but uh, it's just that my agent uh, <laughs> booking for me. Yeah, this household is a family that doesn't watch a lot of television. Oh. I had Netflix for two months um, just recently and I haven't had Netflix for like 10 years or 20 years. It's just, um, we don't watch a lot of television so we yeah. don't even know. I grew up watching a lot of television, yeah. right? After college, I stayed pretty focused. The secret to success is focus and the secret to focus is saying no. 
So the, television was one of the big things that we sacrificed. Yeah, and, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that also because one of the things that I always like to mention is different things people can do to feel better and make a difference. And, and the, the TV thing is huge because just aside from all the, the negativities that's on TV, um, you know, that right there. So that's a key point as well. And I know myself, as I've gotten more, um, you know, engaged in the community and, and reaching out to others with the podcast, it seems like I've been watching less as well uh, to a point. So it's for those who, who, who do watch um, TV, that's um, definitely look, look for uh, James on um on Access Insider. Now, um, like I said, we, we do have just a couple of minutes. I did want to mention for those who, who are going through a hard time right now, I did want to mention a couple, um, a few resources. Um, there's a crisis text line. If you're in the US, it's home, H-O-M-E, to 741741. If you're in the UK, you can text SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, to 85258. And there's also a couple different websites that'll point you in the right direction. There's Mental Health America at mhanational.org. And there's also National Alliance on Mental Illness, nami.org. And, but yeah, I, I again, I wanna thank you for, for, for coming on today. Uh, for those watching the movie, it's um, an enjoyable movie. It, it, like, it's, it's, not, it's not Citizen Kane. It's not The Godfather, but, but, it's, but it's, a good, it's a good movie. It, it's, it's a good, um, enjoyable movie. So um, th th thank, thank you, um, Dan and James, for um, being here today. And um, thank you for, for listening. Um, and, and stay safe. And I will um, talk with you next time. Uh, take care.